Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome to the Pod Slamma Jamma YouTube channel. Real quick, before we get into this video, I'd like to remind everybody that if you haven't done so already, please be sure to go down and hit the subscribe button. And while you're at it, make sure you hit that like button. It really helps us out. It takes five seconds, and we're on the road to 1,000 subs. We are so close on today's episode of Pod Slamma Jamma. We're going to look at the gridiron at the Houston Cougars football team's spring game this upcoming Friday. Of course, when it comes to the Houston Cougars football team, all eyes are on the quarterback competition between Lucas Coley and Donovan Smith. We'll hear from the two quarterbacks and the quarterback's coach as well, My Burchett, on this episode of Pod Slamma Jamma. Don't go anywhere. Once again, this is the Pod Slamma Jamma YouTube channel. <laughs> Yeah, high standards, high goals, you know, we know what it takes to get there. I want to be on guard with it, <laughs> if I'm honest. Coaches, coach, players, play. You know, and that's a great place to be in your life. We can care less what other people think. With the college basketball season officially in the rearview mirror after UConn won the national championship on Monday night in Houston, now all the attention turns to the uh, football gridiron landscape. And when it comes to the Houston Cougars football team, again, like I mentioned, a team in transition, both in really more ways than one when you look at it. Of course, they're going to be making the big jump from the American Athletic Conference over to the Big 12 this fall, but they're going to be with a new quarterback under center. But before we get into that, joining me as always, Dayon Dunlap. Dayon, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Um, college basketball, like you said, is officially over. So kind of turning a new leaf in regards to college sports and me personally looking a lot at spring football and more moves as some players are still making moves and stuff like that. So I'm feeling good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. And like I mentioned, Let's get into the football team, the transition phase, what everybody wants to uh, know about the quarterback competition. It's been a while since the Houston Cougars football team has been in this position. And really, I can't remember the last time when there was an actual quarterback competition brewing. Obviously, we know the last time there was a transition or change in quarterback came in 2019 when uh, De'Ara King Richard Clayton Toon was kind of slighted into that starting role. And ever since then, it has been Toon that has been the leader of the football team from that quarterback position. But obviously, Toon is going to be transitioning over to the pro level as he heads for the NFL and tries to uh, get drafted by the end of this month. It's crazy. We're already in April, but that leaves the Houston Cougars football team with a, a void to fill at that position. Of course, the two biggest names, one of these two guys will be the next face of the program, and that is in Lucas Coley and Donovan Smith. They're both transfers. Lucas Coley does have the advantage when it comes to experience. He's been around with the program for that extra year. He transferred over from Arkansas during that last offseason, so he got to go through the entire year being with the program and really work his way from being a third string quarterback to Clayton Twins backup by the end of the season. Then of course we know Donovan Smith, Houston fans know him personally because of what he did to the Cougars during their game against Texas Tech a year ago, but he was another player that transferred over from the Red Raiders in this past offseason and has been with the program since the beginning of the year. So we're going to hear clips from the quarterback's coach, Lucas Coley, Donovan Smith as well. So let's get right into it. Here is what Mike Burchett had to say about that quarterback competition and a little bit about each quarterback. Give us a 
a little bit of a, how things have gone in the spring offensively, especially with the, with the quarterback? Yeah, I feel like things have gone good. Um, you know, 15 opportunities, right, in spring football, and you got to take advantage of every single one of them. And I feel like our quarterbacks, for the most part, have done that, right, starting out just teaching the scheme, um, getting those guys familiar with what we're doing, right, because, you know, Lucas has been here for eight months to this point, but Donovan coming in new, um, and then the two walk-ons are young as well. So teaching the scheme, um, getting familiar with it, learning how we communicate, right, getting everybody on the same page. And then um, now we're getting into situational football, so it's a good opportunity to take from the scheme, right, to apply it to situation, right? And, and, and so every opportunity for 15 straight practices is an opportunity to learn, and I'm really proud of the quarterbacks right now, their, their day-to-day approach, um, taking advantage of every one of them. It's been neat. It's been neat, absolutely. Um, we've been spoiled. We were spoiled with Clayton, right? Um, really good player, and he knew what we were doing offensively. Um, you know, Lucas and Donovan are two very bright individuals, right? So they're picking up things, um, and and it really gives you a new sense of perspective, new perspective on the offense when you have to reteach it to somebody new, right? So there's nuances in the offense that might might not have come up because you have a veteran quarterback, right? And those things kind of come to light. Right when you're dealing with a new quarterback, so um, it's kind of been really good to see a new guy go through the offense, right, and see where we can improve um, as an offensive staff and, and from structure offensively. He's picked it up really fast. He's packed it up really fast. There's a lot. There's some carryover, right, with um, with Tech and what they were doing and what we're doing. There's some there's some carryover, but um, Donovan's son of a coach, right? He's grew up around the game. Um, and he understands it. He was, he's had two different, now it's three different offensive coordinators, offensive coaches, right, throughout college. Um, so, you know, he's picked it up quick because there is quite a few, quite a bit of carryover. Um, just a very mature kid with the way he works as well. A very competitive, those guys are pushing each other, right? They're really supporting each other, but there's, they are pushing each other every single day, right? We're, we're all, as strong as the unit, right? Um, we're as strong as the weakest link, and, and those guys are really pushing each other, um, and, and um, I feel like we're growing as a unit. No, I mean, we got two guys with similar, similar skill sets, right? So what we do offensively is really not going to change, which one of them is going to be the starter, one of them is going to be the backup, and, um, you know, the, the, the system's not going to really change, right? And they're very similar type players, um, and fact of the matter is both of them are going to play most likely in college football, right? Uh, it's very important to have a good backup and for him to understand what's going on. So um, that's more of a more of a Coach Olberson question. Well, let's hope they get tough on us. It's a situation you want it to be in where they're pushing each other so much, making it tough, right? Um, I mean, you know, those are tough decisions, right? That's, that's the head coach decision, and that affects all of us in this program. But I'm, I'm, conf- I'm uh, confident that whoever is the guy right it's going to put us in a good position right and the backup will be there to support him and, and step up when he's needed yeah one thing i'll say about lucas is that he's really eager and really detail oriented um donovan has got a different kind of different mentality right but he's equally as as focused as well just continue to 
So once again, that was the new quarterbacks coach, Mike Burchett. What me what stood out from that clip was when he was talking about the traits that stood out to him about mm-hmm. the different quarterbacks, and he went in to talk about Lucas Coley and really how detail oriented he is. We're going to obviously get clips from both Coley and Smith, but I think from a quarterback standpoint, that's something that you know sticks out to you because obviously from a quarterback you got to be able to know where every single person on the field is supposed to be what routes are supposed to be running what is supposed to be going on even from the offensive line perspective and what protections are supposed to be running so that immediately made my ears perk what about you same as the same as you and as well as him being eager i'm sure that's in different um different areas eager to learn eager to go out and prove and eager to play and so um, I, I like my quarterback who's in a position to be eager in different areas. And, and like, you, like you mentioned, being detail-oriented. And also what stood out to me, how he said they both have a similar skill set. So regardless of which one plays, you, you really won't have to change your offense or change your strategy because they both have similar skill sets and the ability to be true dual-threat quarterbacks, to be able to throw and to be able to make the defense respect your run ability and be effective running the football. And so um, – I'm excited for a QB competition and see which one will stand out and actually can be consistent in maintaining the job because of, I mean, you look, he's going to the big 12. This is a chance to make your mark really for both quarterbacks. I, I know Smith has a little bit more experience playing at Texas tech, but I'm excited. Yeah, making those plays with your legs, that's something that Coley touched on. Again, going back to last season where he started off, he wasn't the backup quarterback. It was like Agbagu who started or who was that second string right behind Clayton Toon. And something that Coley touched on during his availability today is where, you know, they call these, they run these things called Thursday night games. So they're, they're not fully games, but basically for all the third and fourth string uh, players on the team that are likely not going to play on Saturdays. The Houston coaching staff likes to run, maybe not necessarily live situations, but they basically like to go through a uh, close to a game type matchup so they can kind of get a feel for being able to be in that live situation. And Cody kind of lobbied to not necessarily have plays shut down as quickly as they used to be. He said he felt that some sacks that would be called sacks weren't weren't necessarily exactly wanted to prove to the coaching staff that basically show them what he could do from when it comes to an elusive elusive standpoint being able to get out of some of those sacks and he improved and and he he showcased to the coaching staff what he was able to do now it's a big reason why he was able to elevate up the depth chart throughout the course of the season and he got praise from head coach Dana Holgerson towards the end of the year especially when I know he he didn't necessarily get to showcase his throwing ability during games for Houston, but it's the big reason why he was able to get in in those situations when Houston would be a big. I mean, just going back to East Carolina. Uh, before we hear from Coley, is there anything else that stood out to you about here, Mike Burchett, who, by the way, is going to be the new quarterback coach, stepping into a new role from offensive analyst after well, one of the kind of reactions, not reactions, but kind of the the seismic ways or kind of um, what I mean is an effect of Shannon Dawson's departure from the Houston Cougars program. Not necessarily. I just like how he kept reiterating both quarterbacks are, um, are healthy 
it's a healthy competition. And not only are they really competing against each other, but they're also rooting for one another to both um, be good players and better players and hopefully the best man win. And so, and uh, I just liked how, I mean, he just seemed to refresh in regards to, like he mentioned, re-coaching the offense to younger players versus being spoiled and having a veteran quarterback like Clayton Toon. So uh, it sounds like he's uh, um, uh, adjusting to it and, and embracing it. For sure. So let's get right into Lucas Coleman here. What he had to say following the Cougars is Tuesday spring practice. Yes, sir. I think spring's been very beneficial. Not, I mean, we lost a lot of players, but we also gained a lot of transfers and recruits coming in. So this week, has, this few past few weeks has really been important for us as far as finding that new confidence with the new group of guys and just bonding and forming, you know, a, a unit that can go compete, you know, at a high level. So sp- spring's been awesome. Can you describe your relationship with Donovan? Oh, Donovan's dope. I mean, Donovan came in, uh, all he does is work, uh, and you, you can't do anything but respect that. Competition, you know, makes us compete even more than, you know, we already are. So I, I've loved it. What about your off-the-field relationship with him? No doubt. Me and Donnie, uh, we've hung out a few times off the field. Uh, Donnie, Donnie's a dope guy, you know. Nothing negative to say about him. He, he's dope, fun, uh, great teammate. So love him. I mean, as a coach, you know, you got to play the guy that you think can get the job done. And uh, I feel like me and Donnie have been pushing each other. We've both raised our game tremendously since, you know, the day one of spring ball. So, you know, whatever, whoever they go with will definitely get the job done at a high level for sure. Yes, sir. So last year was all about growth and learning from, you know, Tune, a guy who is soon to get drafted. And, you know, I learned a lot from him, how he handles adversity, how he handles the big lights, how he handles, you know, the easy wins, the hard losses. And um, last year was all about finding comfortability in the system, learning it, perfecting it, and, you know, building those bonds with your teammates. And that's transferred over tremendously to the spring. And uh, it, it was very beneficial coming in last year and learning from Toon. Yeah, no doubt. Every time I get asked this question, I have the same answer. And that's, you know, Toon never got as high as the highest high, and he never got as low as the lowest low. He was just Toon, you know. As a quarterback, your teammates feed off your energy, and Toon did a great job of staying even killed the whole time, no matter the situation. Uh, I mean, also, you know, as an all-amer- freshman All-American returning, a lot of people don't know that we, you know, we still have him, and I'm excited not only for him, but you know, we have a great group of backs. We have four and two more coming in that can go and can compete at a high level. So, you know, also coming back is a huge, huge boost for the morale as a team. He slowly came in. He started in the green. He just transferred to his white jersey. And uh, he actually did some thud these past few days, and he's looking great, so I'm excited. Consistency, you know, as a unit. We, we need to be able to move the ball consistently down the field at a high level, and I feel like that starts with me, and I have to be on at the top of my game on the spring game, and hopefully, you know, we go out there and we have success. No doubt. Um, I feel like everything starts off the field. You know, I, I, I pride myself on watching more film than anyone. I pride myself on being earlier to every meeting. Uh, every practice, any, anything that has to do with this building right here, pride myself on being early and being detailed. And that I feel like that shows up on the field by being comfortable and being confident. Because when you do all the work on the back end, the front end becomes a lot easier. Uh, I love. So once again, that was quarterback Lucas Coley. Now, Dayon, I hear that um, for obviously for those that are watching on YouTube, they get to see his, the video. If you're listening to audio only, you get to listen to that. But I, if you had no video and just hear him talk, to me. That that and we haven't even heard from um, Donovan Smith. We haven't seen any of the actual live on the field product yet in a game type situation. But I hear Lucas Cody talk, and to me, that sounds like a QB one. 
Um, Definitely sounds like a QB one from his approach, starting to have an approach ability and well, the want to, to be the first in the building, the last out of the building, first at practice and having a mindset of, like he just said, his last quote, if I do the front end work and and make sure I take care of that, it makes the back end um, even easier on the field. Definitely sounds like QB one. I, I love how he he was in detail about his approach to last season and learning and getting comfortable in this system. And now his ability to take what he learned from Tune because that's one thing you can say about Clayton Tune is he is um, he's very very even kill like he mentioned and he knows how to battle adversity. He's very very um, adi- uh, equipped to battle adversity. He's battle he's dealt with it his entire career and so the traits and, and, and what he sounds and what he, how he studied, he, he sounds very detail-oriented, like the QB coach just said. And so it was, it was good to hear some of the quotes and his, his philosophy and his mindset on approaching this competition for the job. And something that we didn't get to hear in that clip for the show, by the way, if you do want to see that full clip of Lucas Coley talking, again, another reason to go to the Pops Diamond Jam YouTube channel and subscribe because the full video is on the channel. Just scroll up whether it comes to the other videos or the playlist. Already looking at Houston Cougars football 2023, but segueing, you heard him talk about Donovan Smith and, and one, how tight they are for off the field in terms of he didn't have anything negative to say about him. He's been, uh, they've been able to grow Pers- uh, personally when it comes to relationship standpoint but again going back to that competition standpoint and being able to push each other and at the end of the day it's one of the first things that Cody said in that soundbite the coaches are going to make the best decision they feel is going to be the guy that, that is ready and is going to help them to win as many games as possible in their first year in the Big 12 which again that's that's the advantage that regardless whether it's Smith whether it's Coley that ends up being quarterback one come September, whenever they're playing UTSA in that game number week one of the season, that they're going to have been through a fire. And I know we, we, we talked about how college basketball's in the rearview mirror, but one of the things that, that Calvin Sampson always talks about from the men's side is there's a difference between playing hard and competing. And both of these quarterbacks are going to go through the ringer because they're going to have to be competing from the moment that Donovan Smith stepped foot on campus to whenever that decision gets made. Yeah, most definitely. And and it's a healthy competition. I think it bangs the best out of everyone. And, and not only does um, did Coley mention how each players, particularly on the offensive side, and mostly on the defense as well, go off the quarterback's energy. Um, energy. And so if they see how Coley and Smith is approaching practice every day and competing, it's going to make every single other position compete at a high level in practice to earn their spot. And I think it's going to make for a better football team. Yeah, I mean, if you can create these pressure pack situations at practice, knowing that your job's on the line, you approach it every single day, like every completion, every practice is to its utmost important. I think that bodes well for throughout the team, specifically quarterbacks. And Lucas Coley sounds like he has his head on right and he's focused to win the job and earn the job. And I hope he produces at a high level. Well, we heard from Coley. Now let's check out what Donovan Smith had to say following the Cougars' Tuesday spring practice. It's been really good. Uh, just coming out here, learning a new offense. I felt really good. Uh, Birch has been helping me out a lot. Just uh, going through plays with me, just asking me questions 24-7, uh, asking him 20, uh, questions 24-7 if I need it. But I felt really good. It's, uh, at this point, I feel like uh, it's second nature to me right now. So we're just throwing in new things like that um, that Birch feels like we could do. So it's been really good so far. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little different offense of what we run here. You know, Tech is more of like throw it deep uh, type 
and stuff. But like here, it's, um, we, we, we have a lot more options to do. We have a lot of uh, a wide receivers that can get open too, uh, a line that can protect very, very well too. So we got a different type of offense uh, style of how we want to do stuff here, especially we have a great run game with Alton and all our running backs too. So. Yeah, just Dana, uh, first and foremost, he's the first person to hit me up. And uh, when Dawson was here, too, I'm um, just 24-7 communication. That's the biggest thing. You know, you always want to go to a place where you feel like family. You feel like you want to be wanted. Um, so they were, they were the people that hit me up the most and just constantly. And I'm, I'm from Las Vegas. So I'm, a, I'm a city boy, so this is a perfect fit for me. I love, love the food here, too, so it's great. Yeah, it's great. It's great. You know, it's always keeps you on your toes. You always got to have a good day every day. You try to do your best every day because, you know, both of, the, both of the, uh, your, your, your say people in the room, they're going to give their best every day. So that uh, makes you want to be on your uh, top game too. Yeah, yeah. The biggest thing, uh, my footwork, just being calm in the pocket, protecting the ball as always. Um, so those are my biggest things as all spring. Since urgency with my drop is what uh, Bert, he's been uh, emphasizing with me. So since urgency with my drop, get a good base, make great decisions. So that's what I've been focusing on. Yeah, just doing what the coach has asked you to do. You know, that's the best thing you could do, drive the ball down the field, make plays when you need to make plays, and just be smart with the ball. Um, there's nothing too crazy to it. Just do your, do your job, really. Uh, encourage everybody to be a leader. That's what you got to do. Yeah, it was, it was just good. It was just a, like I was telling him, just uh, the family, how much you, you're you wanted here. You know, those guys, are getting, they were getting ready for the draft, doing doing big things. So just that they took the time out their day to just come see me, come hang out with me, just meant, meant a lot. Um, and then just hang, hanging out with all of them was, was just great. It meant a lot to me. Was it the it's been great. It's been great. You know, he's he's been helping you a lot. He'll be in the back of your ear just uh, giving you little things. You mess up with hey, next play, next play. So he's definitely been very helpful just uh, with little things we need to learn and little things he sees we need to fix. He always talks to us and lets us know. Well, that last part where Donovan Smith is talking about how head coach Dana Horson has helped him already in the, in the months that he's been with the program. What stood out to me about uh, Smith's soundbite is when he was talking about kind of the focus that he's going to be uh, really working on throughout the course of spring and once he gets into the summer, and that's the footwork standpoint. And it, from from a passing as a passer standpoint, that's something that we touched on when he first transferred from Houston. You know, he showed the athleticism, the ability to make plays from just as an athlete standpoint, but being able to be accurate could be something where it's it's an area where we kind of pointed out that could potentially be something he, he needs to improve on to be a consistent QB1. Yeah, and that's exactly what stood out to me as well when he said they're working on him putting an emphasis on his drop because if he can have a more for emphasis, quicker drop, that allows him to get his feet set and have a better base and better mechanics when he's making his passes, which will translate into accuracy. And like you said, I mean, the other other sides of his game, his athleticism, ability to extend plays and, and make deep throws because one thing that he said about text off is a difference. They're more of a vertical offense versus Houston is more of a precision passing with some deep shots. And so he has the ability to make all the throws, but I think like he said, if they focus on his mechanics, having such an urgency in his drop and taking care of the football, that's one thing that he um, failed. I don't want to say he failed. He struggled. At times, he turned it over. Last year, he had 12 touchdowns, eight interceptions in his time at Texas Tech. And so um, just doing that, focusing on those things, being familiar with the offense, he, he has the skill set to be a really, really good quarterback and make every throw has the size. And I I, I wonder um, if Coach – not Coach Sampson, Coach Hogerson saw a little bit in a quarterback that he had at West Virginia in Geno Smith. Similar style, a mobile quarterback that can move, can run a little bit. I wouldn't classify him as a runner, but he's a dual threat and has a strong arm, can make the deep throws, the outside, the numbers throws, of course, all the intermediate throws. And so I'm excited to see if both of these quarterbacks continue to compete and see who wins the job.
that's a great point to bring up. And again, at the end of the day, Luke Donovan Smith mentioned it in his clip as well. The competition, they're pushing each other. Whether regardless of who ends up being that quarterback one, at the end of the day, they're going to be kind of trial by fire to see who ends up being the the quarterback that wins that competition. I think it's it first. Uh, it still shows that we we got to completely segue into football mode because we're still we're. I feel like we're mentioning Samson too much when it comes to this episode, but um, I'm I'm joking about that. But so final touch on because like I said, we'll, we'll touch on this in an episode later in the week about kind of the specific things that we'll be focusing on from a spring standpoint. But second one, you've, we've heard both quarterbacks talk. We've heard the quarterbacks coach talk about each of them. Kind of final wrap-up on what kind of stood out to you when you think of the interview process. I guess it's one where we could categorize, categorize this episode because, you know, if you go through the draft combine, through the draft process, one of the things that scouts at the next level evaluate. So let's pretend we're enough both scouts. We've seen both of the quarterbacks talk. We've seen one of their coaches talk about them. Any final takeaways? Um, I love the approach from Lucas Coley, just him having that advantage of being at Houston for a little bit longer. I think he's really honed in on that and taking full advantage of that. And it sounds like he's leading by example in regards to being early and just putting in the work and embracing the grind, embracing the con- the competition. And so, and, and Donovan, I think he, he has the talent and the tools and the measurable I think this is about putting it all together. And it sounds like a healthy competition. Like I just said, both quarterbacks are realizing the importance of every practice, every rep, and being able to put their best football forward and made the best man win. I mean, I definitely like the sound bikes that we heard today from both players. Agreed. Agreed. That's going to do it for today's episode of Pod Slam and Jamma. Of course, if you haven't done so already, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to go down again. Once again, just hit subscribe and give this video a like. It really helps us out. It takes five seconds, and you are doing us a big favor. If you're listening to the audio-only version wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other outlet, be sure to give us five stars. Hit subscribe, not hit subscribe, but hit and make Podcast Gem as one of your favorite podcasts so you can be notified whenever a new episode drops. Each time it does drop through the feed, we thank you as always for listening and we'll be back later in the week for more discussion we'll talk about ultimate casco and focus more on the spring game as always down you can say the final word sir go cools <laughs>